0: Hey everyone, I'm Tima from Shades and Pages and welcome to Brazenly Shady, your ticket to hot and unfiltered conversations about all things black romance. Tap in everybody, we're about to take y'all on a ride. Okay, so welcome back to Brazen Bed Reviews, the podcast. How y'all doing? Hey y'all, what's up? Hey, hey, hey. I'm Sharonda, and... And I'm Tama. So but you already back. know that. Uh, but y'all already know that. <laughs> 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 Alright, so Woo. we're back again. We have our monthly theme going on, of course, in this month for the month of... we in June, right? The month of June, we decided to dedicate this month to interracial romances. And being... <laughs> Being me, um I wanted to focus on more interracial romances where uh of course black women, but of course uh other men of color, not necessarily you know falling down a rabbit hole of all these um interracial romances with white men, because again, as I always say, y'all ain't the only ones in the world, so yeah, so um <laughs> thanks for that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, but I, mean, I, like that. I like that, you know, because when you think about interracial relationships in, in these books, they go straight to the white men. Mm-hmm. So we box and try to find some Asian men, yep. you know, some, you know, Latino men. Yes. Yeah. So I'm feeling that I'm feeling that. Yeah, I mean, i liking it. I just want to come across, you know, more romances with black women that are just being loved across the uh spectrum. You know what I mean? And, of course, we are big black romance fans. We love to see black people with other black people. But, you know, if we are going to dive into the realm of inter- interracial romance, I feel like, you know, there are more uh, men out there than white men. Oh, you know. And you know, we do we do step out of the box from time to time and we read, you know, outside of black romance. I know you might not think that, but we do. (laughs) We do. I mean, we have different platforms that focus on different things and things are like that. But you know, we're gonna be moving a little bit out of the realm as you know. As we move along with the podcast, we'll be moving out of the realm
1: of black
0: rom- a little bit. You said a little, little bit, bit. A, little bit. <laughs> a little bit out of the realm of black romance. But yes. here at Brazen Bait Reviews, the podcast, black romance is key. It is it's the main motherfucking point. Yeah. It's okay. the highlight in this bitch. Definitely. I know. Okay, so. Now that we got the house rules out of the way. House rules. <laughs> pay attention, please. Pay attention. Pay attention. Don't get distracted. Okay. All right. So we found three books. Um, of course, Tama uh, introduced me to one of them. <laughs> okay. And we both kind of like found the other two. Okay. So we're gonna start off with uh undeniable. By Delaney Diamond. This is book seven. In her Latin men series. Um, yeah. And. Yeah. yeah. Listen. I, I <laughs> Tama was trying to convince me. To like this story. <laughs> she really really was. Okay. But at first. It was Abina getting on my nerves. And then Santiago started getting on my nerves. So I, I was just like. You know what. I Both these folks getting on my damn nerves. So Tama was really trying to convince me y'all to like I was and crying and I was just I was, I, I just she wasn't was I, was, I, didn't I, was, know that I was texting her and I was just like, oh God, they're getting on my goddamn. It was good. It was good. I like the fact that Santiago, I think he was where he's from, Colombia. Mm-hmm. Uh, Santiago was from Colombia, and Abina, she was from Ghana. So right. I yeah. liked the cultural differences there. From yeah. Chump. I like that. I I did like that. They worked for, they worked for Esteban. Now Esteban's book is book six, I think, or book five. Mm-hmm. Don't get me to lie in book five or six. You don't, don't tell me, me though. <laughs> <laughs> but. It's their kind their relationship kind of like started in the in, um, in esteban's book right so that's why I like it like Esteban is this rich he's rich, you know he fell in love with I can't remember her name I'm sorry, but their relationship kind of like sparked from both of them having that um they work for Esteban, so right. maybe that's why I liked it so much because it's like I followed their story from. The beginning. I I I can, under, I can understand that. I just feel like, but you know what? I do feel like you know. In case anybody wondering, I don't know. Do you feel like people have to read um, Esteban's book in order to get maybe a better understanding of Santiago and Abina? No, I don't think so. I feel like this can be read as a standalone. But okay. me, I read the whole series, mm-hmm. so it's like I just. I I was trying to get her to read the whole goddamn series, y'all. The series is good. (laughs) I just wanted. (laughs) We got time for that. You don't really have to read it, but there's the scene. There is this scene in Esteban's book where Esteban and Santiago was in a meeting, and then Abina came in and. they started doing their little war and you wonder like, what happened? Why are they acting like this towards each other? What happened? That little scene right there just sparked this whole story and next thing I know, I was one-clicking like, bam! And then this thing is these are not on Kindle Unlimited so the fact that I am one-clicking these bitches lets you know from jump that I enjoyed it because I have Kindle Unlimited for a reason, okay? A reason. Put your book in and Kindle Unlimited. Ooh, child. (laughs) It better be good, damn it. it. Nine times out of ten, I ain't gonna read it. I'm just being real. So the fact that (laughs) I'm telling right now that I one-click these these bitches (laughs) and they wasn't, that lets you know right there. And it's, it's, it just has a different vibe because like you said, it's black women with Latin men, like the whole series. Right. And I love that. I love that Abina, you know, she was, uh, from Ghana, you know, she was an African woman, woman, you know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. I do agree with you. I did love the idea of their cultures, you know, like how, like, as we go more into the story, like how, uh, like they were sitting down talking one night and she was mm-hmm. saying like how her mother really wouldn't approve of uh, Santiago because, you know, he wasn't, he wasn't African, mm-hmm. he wasn't a black American and she mm-hmm. would have an issue with his skin tone. You know what I mean? Yeah. She wasn't, you know, she would have an issue with that. And I love that she put that on page, you know what I mean? So I was just like, that's. That's very, that was very interesting to see. Mm -hmm. But Abina did work my nerves. I just thought, I just thought for me, I just thought that she was very, she was very undecisive and because she didn't want, okay, here's the thing y'all, Abina is engaged when we go inside of this. Yeah, let's start there, she did some whole shit. But anyway, go ahead. Engaged, okay. <laughs> so her and Santiago have a past. They have a past, okay, mm-hmm. from her, uh, you know, hooking up with him way back in the day. So these two have a past together. So when he comes to work for us, este- Esteban, she's like, shit, like, why is he here? And he's pissed off because he found out that, that she was engaged. So they both kind of like fuck so, you doing here? Like when they both see each other again, and Esteban, like, cause when the book first start off, they and this meeting. He in a meeting with Esteban, and Abina walks in, and they giving each other the evil eye. And Esteban like, ooh, is it, am I am I interrupting something? <laughs> yeah. And they kind of they met because they both work for Esteban. Mm-hmm. At the time, Abina was on somewhat of a break with her fiance which in I don't understand how you can have a whole fiance and you gonna break but anyway people do shit on on their own little way I don't know but Mm. so it's like her and Santiago had this uh chemistry and they kind of like hooked up where Santiago went down on her you know Mm. and they basically had a little fling and Santiago had to Santiago had to leave but Santiago did not communicate with her right. when he was gone. Right. So, uh, if you don't communicate with me when you gone, when you come back, baby, I' gone. Period. I don't even understand. Like, okay, I got that they were on, that she was on a break, but she didn't tell him she was on a break. So, she didn't even tell him she had, she had a whole fiance. She had a whole fiance. So. And 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 Santiago being the dude that he is inside of the story, he's a bit of a player. But you know, he's you know he's getting up. You know, most of these dudes in these stories, you know, they're getting up in age. They want to calm down. You know, whatever. So he thought he was going to come back. You know, from his. You know, from him get. You know, getting himself together and growing his career and stuff. He thought he was going to come back, and Abina was going to be there, like waiting for him when he came back. But Abina was like, uh. No, and then he finds out that you know not only did she not wait for him, that she was also, she's also engaged. So he's pissed the fuck off. She's pissed the fuck off. I just thought they was just doing too much playing in each other's face, and therefore they were playing in my face, and I and I wasn't <laughs> feeling the story. Yeah. I wasn't feeling the bars between them because, and then all throughout this book, she's still engaged to this man that she don't want to be, that she don't even want to fucking marry and she's playing games. Communication Communication was horrible in this book because Abina should have told Santiago that something and Santiago, if he was interested in Abina, he should have kept in contact with her when he left. You understand? And now, both of them mad at each other because, Santiago mad because, and I don't think he's mad because, I think he's mad because Abina didn't tell him that Mm -hmm. she was engaged. But, I also think Abina actually agreed to this Engagement with your boy because Santiago did not communicate with her. So I guess she was like Santiago ain't into shit. Let me move on to the next. You understand? Boom. And I and I you know. Don't wait for these niggas. Period. I don't care who they is. Move on next. so no, I, I, to- I, I I totally wholeheartedly agree with that because if you're not hearing from somebody, like how do you know? Like your forever might pass you by because this dude ain't even like you know. I'll be gone for, I don't know, three, six months. Can you wait for me? Nothing. He ain't say nothing to her. So how do you expect for somebody to be waiting for you? And you ain't even telling what the situation is. Like, if y'all was having a little fling or whatever they call themselves doing, then that's what it is. But just don't assume that y'all are supposed to have a relationship because you feel in a certain way, but you never even told her you starting to have catching fillers and shit. How is she supposed to know? How do she know? How would they know? Nobody fucking knows. They're going to know. They're going to know. Everyone's How would know. they know? Obviously. They're going to know. Right. Nobody knew. <laughs> Nobody knew. So I was like, Santiago, you're playing too. You're walking around with a whole attitude with this lady, but you ain't even tell her nothing. Right. And then Abina, and see another thing, but I didn't, like Abina, I get it. If a, dude ain't, if, if a dude ain't giving you no play, if he ain't saying that, move on to the next. But Abina did some whole shit. You understand? Like, you know you had a boyfriend or not. Like, you know you had a boyfriend. I don't even know if there's on a the break at this point. I don't know. Just assuming. Whatever. <laughs> if you have a boyfriend, why you let Santiago go down on you if you have a boyfriend? But then you got a boyfriend and you ain't giving the dude no play.
1: You oh. ain't letting
0: him suck no titty. You ain't letting him eat oh. no you got the dude on dry dock. On dry dock. You got the dude on dry dock. But you giving Santiago wetness. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. So when dude snatch you up, don't get me wrong. I do not condone putting your hands on a woman. But, bruh, the energy that Santiago had when he saw a with dude you already know. Like any man could know something went on. How's he gonna know? <laughs> You're gonna know. He How? Knew. He fucking <laughs> knew. Because he the knew. energy he between it was too thick. It was he too knew. thick. He knew Santiago been playing in the cookie. He knew it. And then you ain't even let that man sniff your dirty draws. You let Esteban eat your fucking. Pussy, but you wouldn't even let your fiance sniff fiance. your. Your fiance didn't eat, suck the titty. He didn't eat the coochie. He didn't finger the coochie. He didn't. <laughs> I'll be pissed too. But you had Santiago playing up in the gucci, making my plan, y'all. I'm playing. <laughs> pussy. He was all up in it. He was like, mm-mm-mm. So, you, you couldn't even let your fucking fiance sniff you your drawers? Talking so, about um, you so, agreed so, if you if you, so, you said if I agreed to marry you, you would wait. Listen. And then when the man confronts you and asks you what's going on between you and Santiago, you had a nerve to sit up there and throw in that man's face that he wasn't loyal either. Bitch, listen. I, the way you had... How long was they engaged? Two years. What ludicrous song say? I feel like slapping a nigga today. Slap, slap, like... <laughs> he you something you something and you talk and you in my face talking about some two years girl you uh, oh, what and then, and then what would what what, 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 what it, what made it so bad is that Santiago approached, dude, talking about, oh, you need to take your hand off her. Rightfully so. Rightfully so. But she no, was no, right? a little too hard. But Santiago, stay in your lane, Santiago. Like, your business? That's and what that- I was going to say. They, that's not your business. Now, if he was, yeah, he was getting too rough on her. Step in and step out. You Number one, Santiago, number one, my guy, you stepped up to them like you and Abina was already fucking. That put that man on edge because let me tell you something, if I'm with somebody and a bitch step up to him like they already fucking and she coming at me, we fighting. This whole motherfucking black tie, white dress shit is about to every every table getting flipped. Let's get ready to rumble. I'm knocking all this shit over can you imagine? Can you imagine? And you know, no. but at the end of the day, honestly, I did like the chemistry that Santiago and Abina had with each other. I did like the chemistry. I liked how their cultures matched with each other, but they were very frustrating to read because One, she's a people pleaser. She knows she didn't want to be with that man. She knows she should have just... It's like she's living for her family. You understand? She's mainly living for her mother because her mother wanted her to to be a certain way. And you need to be a good... You need to be... Stop all that working. You need to be a good wife. And listen, everybody is not wife material. And everybody don't want to be a wife. You know what I'm saying? Even though Abina wanted those, th- those things, she let the pressure of what her mother wanted for her dictate her life. So she was basically with somebody that she didn't love. You know what I mean? And that's for real. Her fiance was out there dipping in the other cookie jars anyway. My oh, mom's gonna be with Let's you for you two something. years and he ain't making macaroni noises for the other woman. I'm just sorry. I'm just, I mean, no. I trust people that much. Listen, I don't agree with no cheating. I, I I can't stand a cheating ass. Nobody, okay? I don't care what your gender is. You cheat. You're a fucking cheater. You're a low-down, dirty cheater. But let me tell you something. You gonna make me wait for two years? I don't know. I might slip up and fall on somebody else's dick. I don't know. Might. <laughs> Might I said, I said might? Might you don't, don't give me don't give me the benefit of the doubt because I ain't got it. I ain't got it. Don't give it to me. I don't like that. <laughs> don't ask no questions that you don't want answered. Is all I got to say on that. But you know, I I really did try to enjoy this story. I like I said, you know, and and then we get to the end and. They they had a moment, you know, they sleep together, they, you know, the rah-rah rah, they fall in love. Abina and was this. a virgin. Abina was a virgin and she gave uh, Santiago right. her virginity. And then when she told Santiago she loved him, he was like, Hold up, hold up. I got so I was so like, That's the other thing that pissed me off because you sit up here and you he he basically nagged this woman. Nagged her. Okay. He nagged her. He was a okay. fucking, he fucking nagger in this book. Okay. And then when the woman let down her guard and say, okay, you know, listen, maybe this could be a thing. He fucking gets the fucking sugar foots, you know, he gets scared and he hauls ass. And I wanted to reach through my motherfucking tablet and be like, You son of a bitch. Like, I didn't you, like that. You he literally fucking ran this lady down about why you lie, why can't you be with me, blah, 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 and then when she let, then when she black-eyed, All right, nigga, I'll be with you, you get mad, I mean, you get they the shit, you get scared, you start the running, you know what, you your fucking shiny shirts, and your gold motherfucking necklace, and hit the road, Jack, I was so mad, I was just like, you gotta be kidding me, what? Yeah, that's another, it's another case of a mind, Doing relationship shit and then gonna say he don't want a relationship. Like, uh, you in a relationship? We do a relationship shit. You know, it's like, but I don't. I could be monogamous, but I can't give you commitment. I say what, not <laughs> <laughs> You put ran this fucking lady down like a motherfucking hit and run and shit. No, yeah. no offense, but you ran this fucking lady down like that. And then when she said, "I want a relationship." You say, "Well, I don't know if I'm ready for that because oh. And then we find out that he got daddy issues cuz his daddy ain't shit, so he believe he ain't shit. So he let that shit affect his shit with Abina. <laughs> and I was like, "Santiago, daddy gonna, ain't uh, shit, so you ain't shit." But his mama <laughs> be telling him, I know. His mama be telling him, his mama told him, you ain't His mama be like, "You just like your daddy." I was like, and his dad wasn't shit his dad wasn't shit because that shit his father uh, I was like you son of we would have been fighting in that restaurant child table split we about to throw them both you know what I, like <laughs> I don't care what Sharonda say y'all I enjoyed this story but the characters sorry what did I I'm sorry y'all was? was What just? I'm sorry, y'all. I can't talk tonight the characters were frustrating I agree the characters were frustrating. Mm-hmm. Delaney did her thing on this book. The writing was good. The smashing was good. You know, it wasn't this big focus on the fact that he was Colombian and she was uh, from Ghana. And I always say from Ghana because I can't pronounce what is Ghana. I don't know how to. Pronounce. <laughs> You're trying to get me to pronounce some shit. You know I can't even talk. <laughs> you. Sorry. You know I can't talk to save my goddamn life. <laughs> So every time when somebody says something about Ghana, I'd be like, oh, she's from Ghana because I can't pronounce. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry, y'all don't laugh at me. Don't judge me. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I ain't no better, so I can't even laugh. But, but. Listen, I, I I like the story for what it was. I, I thought the, the, the bringing together, I love their different cultures. I love that, and I love the complexity of both characters. I yeah. love the fact that both both Santiago and Abina had these issues with their parents, yeah. you know, that were, like, so extreme that, you know, both of them had, like, these complexes and shit, so they was just, like, running around all fucked up in the head, and I was <laughs> just like, oh, my God. You know? Sure that sometimes as kids you know, our parents have issues and, 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 you know, we, we grow up and those issues follow us. Okay. The our parents issues follow us. So it's like, she wanted to make her parents proud. So she was making decisions based off of what she thought that they would like. And mm-hmm. I've been, there, you know what I'm saying? I've been there where I've made decisions based off of, you know, because I'm the young Life girls. So right. I've been there where I've made decisions because I thought my sisters were going to be okay. Okay. I'm going to do this and everybody be fine. But you know, I had to step out of that and be like, you know what? This is my motherfucking life. I'm going to live my life the way that I want. So I'm glad Abina finally, you know, broke that mold and basically told them, I didn't really want to be with him like that. I didn't want to. And she did what she wanted to do. And I, when it comes to Santiago, he realized that, okay, just because my dad was in shit, that doesn't mean that, you know, that's not going to fall on me. Like, I'm not like him. I'm different. So I got, I got where that. Santiago was coming from because he was kind of like following in his father's footsteps as far as like yeah. going into the restaurant business. So he kind of like caught on like, oh shit, like, mm-hmm. I don't want to be like this dude, but everything this dude has done and is doing. I see myself doing, it. and then he was doing like all these things, like with the nice cars and a pretty, you know, and the clothes. And the and the man and, and, yeah, he was like stuff. a playboy. He 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 was like I a playboy, was turning himself into a playboy. But I'm glad he kind of like caught on and was like, "Oh my God, what a, what a, like what the fuck am I doing? Like I don't even like this fucking man." And Santiago yeah. did not like his fucking no, boss. he didn't, and for all good reasons, you know. Yeah, but. He finally caught on, like, oh my God, if I keep it up, I'm gonna be like him. Like, as yeah. much as I can't stand this man, I hate this fucking man guts. I'm gonna be just like him, and I'm glad he caught on. And his sister kept telling him, like, you're not him. Like, stop thinking you're him. You're not him. And I'm glad it finally like resonated with him, and he came mm-hmm. out. Of, he got he t- pulled his head out of his ass. But for the most part, I. Listen, I like the book, um, but because the characters annoyed me so much, Delaney, yeah, that took away I from love it. your writing, you know, I love your books, but this book just frustrated me to know yeah. and when I'm frustrated, I, I really can't enjoy the story as yeah. much as I, I understand that. And I was just like, they both getting on my nerves. Yeah, they both they both were frustrating. You know, Delaney girl, I liked it. <laughs> I liked the whole series. Got it. <laughs> Hey. Wow. <laughs> I'll read Esteban's book, and uh... that's my book. Okay, I loved, loved, loved that book. Okay. Mm. Yes. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? I'm not mad at it. You know what I'm saying? If I had to rate it, it, I would definitely rate it three stars because I was just very frustrated. But for the most part, it's a good book. I wouldn't deter anyone from not reading it. You know what I mean? It's just good. You know, if you love to see, like, two cultures just, you know, two people from two different cultures just trying to figure out, you know, like, what's... uh, uh, uh. And she really didn't focus so much on their cultures a thing Yeah. You know, it was... This story was mainly just about these two idiots trying to figure out if they gonna you know what the fuck they are gonna do with each other because they was child they was they were frustrating but yeah I ain't mad at the book at all three stars I enjoyed it. <laughs> Thank you. Well, I'm glad you, glad you, did. you <laughs> did. Thank <laughs> you, Tamer, for sending it to me. You are most welcome. <laughs> Ever the humble queen. Yeah, child not humble but me. But let's move wow. on. <laughs> <laughs> okay girl <laughs> oh my god okay so y'all we move on to our next book which is being cordial by mika james so mm, let me tell you something i this book this was another book that frustrated me and it frustrated me because Throughout this book, this man did not, never call this lady by her name. And I was very, very upset with that. Like, it ticked me off so bad. And I just, I don't know why. I, I, I Like, still, I, I really can't pinpoint why it frustrated me. But I just wanted him throughout this book to at least say her name. Uh, what was her name? Um, Lana. And he never said her name. And I was just like, my guy. For him to keep saying, ma, ma, ma. He kept saying, ma. And I was just like, for somebody that kept going on about how they were raised so properly, I was like, why are you not calling this lady by her name? So it seemed like this is, is this book two or three in Mika James' desert? I think it was book, it's book two. Okay, so it seems like there is, this is like a, uh neighbors enemies to lovers type thing right she just um he moved in and she just developed this attitude with him from jump now as we go on in this book we find out why she has the attitude with him and it's like girl is you freaking crazy like are you serious she's supposedly this ice queen type person but honestly it's kind of fucked up that he did say, "Oh, I was waiting for you to get bitchy." But let's be real, her attitude was hot and cold. It her was. attitude towards him was hot and cold. Yeah. She, she wanted to. She fucked him because apparently they had this chemistry together, and then they just fucked each other. And then after that, she, she she got mad. And it's like she's, um, she says in the book that she has, she always fucks up. She has a hard time. Um, with people relationships. She, she her people and right. skills is horrible. They were so terrible. we find that out <laughs> we, we found that out in the like like my people skills is better than yours nigga. Like what's the <laughs> Friday Friday? I think she I her as a very uh uh introverted person which mm-hmm. is why she could never kind of like have a, a, a successful conversation with him because even when he let, you know, even when he let down his guard and was kind of like, all right, maybe she cool now. She would turn back around and just say some old off the wall shit to him. And even I was reading like, uh, girl, <laughs> like, yeah. what is, like, what is you doing? Like, you tripping right now, but... I don't know if I believe the chemistry between them, because I just thought it was off, especially with her being so, you know, with her being so, like, opinionated and very rude towards him. And then with him, just to me, I I felt like he just came off. I just thought Emilio Emilio came off very disrespectful in this book. That's just how I feel, in my opinion. And I just felt I I just didn't believe the chemistry between them. I I, I just couldn't believe it. I get you, I get you on the chemistry, but I feel like he was just giving her the same energy that she gave. Because, first of all, your dog coming in my yard, your little Taco Bell dog coming in my yard. Like, why is your dog in my yard? You know, Taco Bell. (laughs) Two hours. I call them Taco Bell dogs. Oh my God. why is your dog in my yard you understand what i'm saying right. <laughs> and why every time i try to be cordial to you and i said hi you just look at me and, and you just have a little you look at me like yeah. you got and then we find out y'all hold on now hold on gravity because this is some bullshit we find out that she's mad at your boy Because she wanted the apartment that he now lives in. Can you believe this bullshit? She said, oh, well, I was weighing the pros and cons, and you just slipped in and took it. You know how mad I did? Because when I see that shit, I wanted that shit, and I got it. Now, you can't get mad if you got to sit down and weigh the pros and cons. That's on you. Right. I was like, how do you even get mad at somebody for... Something you didn't take the initiative and in. that was that was on you to take the initiative and say, okay, I want I want this and you're sitting up here arguing with him. Well, buying a house is a big decision to do but sis, you waited. He took you took the the unit that you didn't want and now you're mad at this man because he's in the unit you wanted. Are you are you high? Are you high? <laughs> like... She ain't playing with a full deck because when I find out that was the reason why she was mad, I'd say, this bitch is crazy. And, he, and I, was, I was like yeah. sitting up there not agreeing with Emilio and I didn't even like his ass and I was like, yeah, we're like, it's not his fault, you dummy, that's not his fault. And I uh, understand. Well, he, was he was trying to be her. nice with her. He tried multiple yeah. times to be nice to this psycho and she did not want nice to him. And I get her not being a people person, cause some people just aren't. Some people they just, you know, anxiety or you know how you grew up. You know, you could just be very introverted. You just not, you could be just not that type of person and yes, just you know, able to have, you know, give time people well. People are using the word introverted to be assholes. I'm sorry. That's true. I agree. I agree. Cause I know a lot of people who be like, well, I'm introverted. I don't like, but you're an asshole. There's a difference. It's like just. No, <laughs> and then, like you said, I think that was my biggest issue mm-hmm. with this book. I could not get over her attitude and the way that she behaved. Yeah, and he was just irritating, annoying, and obnoxious to me. He was very, he said, he was very ma obnoxious. ma. Every sentence was ma yo. It was okay the first couple of sentences or the first couple of pages, but as I kept reading, I was like, so we gonna say this shit the whole goddamn book? The whole book. He kept saying Can we not do this? Can we not do this? I'm saying my my, my all the time. He never called her by her name, and I had a real big issue with that. And like I said, I, I, I I just feel like it's just... Like, especially, like, by the time we get to the end of the book and they're together as a couple... And you still calling her ma? Like you don't know this fucking lady's name? Like the fuck? Like we fucking? And you still calling me ma? I I, I I I have a problem with that. I do, I do. I don't know what the kids do these days, but you're not calling me ma. Saying right now, you gonna call me by my goddamn name? <laughs> okay, that's what you're gonna do. So I, you know, I. I, I know. One, I, I didn't believe the chemistry between them. I just thought they were just like, you know, literally these two were like oil and water. I just didn't think they went together. You know what I mean? Um, She, you know, far as the story itself, like the meat and bones of the story, I like the idea of them being neighbors and kind of like, you know, having this kind of like neighborly hookup, you know what I yeah. mean? But I, I didn't like them as people even before they hooked up even before they just randomly have sex they was having an attitude with each other she was bitching before they randomly she would bitch with him and just kiss him oh I can do this no no. this book was a no for me yeah. I'm sorry yeah I, I mean if I had to rate it I would definitely give it three stars again I like the idea of the story of them you know the neighbors and them you know having a hook up and all that other stuff but yeah, this this wasn't my cup of tea. Um, I enjoyed the third book in the stories. That was a lesbian romance. I enjoyed that book a whole lot. But this one, yeah, being cordial wasn't wasn't my wasn't wasn't I something. Gave it, I gave it three stars, and that was me being generous. Okay, because <laughs> okay. I'm a because I'm a generous bitch. You understand okay. what I'm saying? All right. <laughs> But oh, <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. It was was a, was a it's a no for me, dog. Yeah, I'm gonna do my boxing. It's a no for me, dog. I just and it wasn't the writing; it was more so the characters. Right. and just it was hard for me to believe they even hooked up. And oh my god, hold the titties again, y'all, because I'm gonna tell you what happened in the oh, end. are the titties. titties. Let me tell you something. He proposed to her at the end of this book. And he took the ring, and he threw the shit out of her. What in the bleep of the bleep is going on here? How? And I get it. That's their dynamic. Whatever. No, it didn't work for me. No. (laughs) He threw that ring out of her. What? at this point, the way they was going at each other throughout most of this book, that's just how they got down. But I was just like, like, wow. And it's like, I'm sitting there like, so they get engaged? How? How? why, what, who, when, where, how it, 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 I, thought it was, I thought it was the key to his apartment because it was mentioned that she's always at his apartment and he feels like she's there because that's the unit that she always wanted so I threw her the key it was a ring, I was like so you gonna throw the ring at me I would have thrown back at him like, I so agree, like, I thought he was giving her a key to his unit and it was a ring and I was like my guy see this is why I don't like you Emilio like, your mother would be fucking disappointed. But <laughs> in your way. She threw the ring at her. <laughs> that was something else. That was something else. And I was just like, oh, okay. Um, Yeah. Uh, Three stars for me being cordial. Yeah, I just couldn't. Yeah. I just didn't believe them as a couple. Again, yeah. I agree with Tama. K- Nothing wrong with the writing. Um, again, I love the meat and bones of the story, you know, yeah, them being like neighbors hooking up or whatever, and then eventually becoming a couple, but for the most part yeah i I didn't like the these two as characters at all, so same thing I yeah. felt you know I felt a little bit more I felt more strongly in disliking these two than I did with undeniable, but yeah, kind of like the same thing, well, yeah. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. Any way, we move... Oh, my God. Anyway, we, we gonna move on. Girl, what now? What, what did you say? Uh, we gonna move on to the I next would, book. I would definitely give... This is my first book by this author. Mm-hmm. And I would take give her another chance. Because this one did not work for me. But I don't think it was her writing per se. I think it was her characters. Mm-hmm. So I would definitely give her another chance well, I'm this is my kid. second book by Mika James and like I said I read the third book in the series it's Desert Hookups I believe it's the mm-hmm. name of the series and I enjoyed the third book in the series this one didn't work for me but I highly highly enjoyed the third book um, but you know I'll never not you know what let me not say that um authors I enjoy I'll never not never give them a second chance so I'm always looking forward to reading more of her books it's just that this particular book didn't work for me and again yeah like Tama said it wasn't a writing per se it wasn't even the idea of the story it was just these two people as characters they just sucked as people so yeah <laughs> <laughs> they just did so, Same. so that's pretty much it so now yeah. we move on to our third book, which is *Reminiscing* by Tierra Cox, which is a new to both of us. Arthur uh, Yeah. Came, I actually found this book. Um, <laughs> bloop, bloop, bloop. <laughs> 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 this is actually uh, it's like kind of like a K-pop. Yeah, K-pop. When like, it's K-pop. It's like, I saw K-pop, like I know the wanted thing. I love. I like K-pop. I won't say I love it. I think the whole idea of K-pop and the fans and all that other stuff is—it's a very toxic space. So I don't invest in it. But I used to listen to K-pop before K-pop became this really huge big thing over here in the states. But anyway, that's another story for another goddamn day. Um, but this is like this is a K-pop kind of a romance. So we have. Um, I'm going to make his. His uh, name is Kai. Kai. I'm sorry, y'all. It's Kai. Kai Bim. Kai Bem. Yun. But they call him Q, so maybe it's Q Bem. Because they call him Q, so maybe. But for this show, we are go, just gonna call him Q. Okay. okay we don't call him you know, Q. We don't want to be disrespectful and mess up nobody's names. Okay. Because I feel a way the motherfuckers be, be, mispronouncing my word, my name, Ooh. and my name is simple as motherfucking hell. So, we're going to call him Q throughout <laughs> this goddamn uh, show. Okay? So, we have Q who is part of this really big uh, boy in South Korea called C4. And Q just happens to be on vacation in the States. And he sees a girl in a restaurant that he um, that he frequ- frequently visits. Yeah. yeah. He frequently was, visit AK stalks, but go on. <laughs> I was trying to be nice, okay? <laughs> but that he frequently visits and uh oh. he's he likes her and, and you know we start off with the book where um he is um well let me start off with this we actually the book actually starts off with him it's kind of the name of the book is reminiscent so yes yeah, so he's kinda off with him actually back in South Korea and he's actually telling the story how he met uh what was this child's name um Maya Maya he's having okay. right how he met Maya, Maya, Maya and how they had like yeah. a, kind of like whirlwind relationship and romance yeah. while he was in the states on, on vacation yeah so. so Maya he's uh embarking on his solo career Yes. Yeah. So, you know, he's promoting his uh, solo album. Mm-hmm. So, he's basically telling them the inspiration behind his new song. how now. he fell in love with this uh, woman in America. So, he's kind of like going back in time, reminiscing. Because uh, apparently, they're not, they're not together anymore. Not apparently, they're not right. together. They're going back in there, reminiscing. Right. And um, he's basically telling the fans. About their relationship that they have and it's like every day is he leaves them on a cliffhanger every day right you know, and then he continues the story and I loved I loved that aspect, I the really setup. The I aspect. Love that. yes I love that idea I thought that was just amazing like him coming back in the DJ asking him questions about you mm-hmm. know his album the inspiration and yeah finish telling us about this whirlwind romance that you had when you was in the States and he would come back every day to the radio station and he would tell them about you know the relationship that him and Maya had like how it started how it was going you know their issues that they had and of course the breakup and things of that nature so I thought that was a really good way to tell the story I love getting Q's perspective Um, And just him, like, being kind of like, we, like, we knew, I love getting his perspective because that's that's our whole book. Yeah, but I like but Let's talk about what we like then. I like getting his perspective because I feel like in a lot of romances, we always get, you know, the woman's perspective. So I like going, I like going into books and we're getting it, we're getting most of the story. From yeah. I agreed. With I agreed. And he um, was really and then getting it from his perspective, you knew that he was really really in love with her. He was in love with her y'all. Like he was like puppy dog eyes motherfucking in love. In with love with her. Like he was on he was on the show reminiscing crying and stuff. Telling the fans how he wanted to have her under him. All the time. <laughs> Listen, all right. wanting to have me under him all the time. I don't want him. Period. What I'm the dude said. Sure like, you Maya. You might as well get off air. He was on air, just airing out all his feelings. So I'm only gonna have to show Wanda. I did like that aspect of his point of view because we can tell that he was in deep with this woman like from from day one when he was stalking her he was in deep but you say visited frequently so I'm gonna let you have that child wow Wow. wowzers (laughs) so he Yeah, so I liked that aspect. I felt the author did a great job with that setup, how she had him sitting down, reminiscing, and it was like we were going back, and then we were from past past to present, seamlessly, in my opinion, because I was able to pick up. You know, I was able to catch on. It it didn't have me confused, because, you know, I get confused easily, child. So... (laughs) It was the the back of the, the, the switch from past to present, it worked for me. I liked that. Yeah. And I, I just um I just like the whole idea of him just like being so in love with her that he just like like he realized that you know what I fucked up on some shit, so let me tell this story. I thought it was kind of like not just therapeutic therapeutic for him, because it was like therapeutic for the people that were listening like oh like what's going on because people wanted to know why like you know what was the issues in the group like he had with the other member and things of that nature so it I I felt like it kind of like gave us like a good background and a good idea of you know at least from Q's perspective on what was going on maybe if she gives us another story from Maya's perspective I would love that um but I thought Maya was very wishy-washy inside of this book. You know um, what? Maya wasn't... But she was young. So we're going to start off with that. It's just kind of like age gap, young. okay? Because when Q first meets Maya, he's he 30, 30, okay? And she's and 22. She's 22, okay? Yeah. So she's young. No, she was 21. I think she turned 22. Was she 21? I think she was 20. 22. Don't child, don't get me lying. I anyway, she, way, she, was, she, was, was, young, she okay. was young. She was less than so, twenty-five. Which that cover of this book is very disarming. So cause the Asian dude on this book looks very young. But anyway, um <laughs> but um you you know, know, so- still be looking young. I ain't mad at it, because i seen... (laughs) You know what? You know, I just seen some pictures, you know, they 50, and they look like they 30 and shit, so I ain't even mad at it, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. So, you know, I just thought she was very wishy-washy inside of this book, and, you know, I just take that as her just being young. But, Um, see, that's the thing. I wouldn't say, yeah, it was wishy-washy, because... She was young, and I don't think it, honestly, I really don't even think it had something it, I, okay, her youth did possibly play a, a, a small fraction in her indecisiveness, mm-hmm. but like, man was, was asking her to uproot herself from all that she knew to move right. to career with him, to career with him. So it was like... and honestly, he was coming on a little strong. You know he was. (laughs) was. I didn't like. Well, see, these are the things that we both agreed on that we did not like. Okay, so we loved the idea getting this perspective from Q's point of view, and we loved like you know him him telling this story, and we got the idea that he was really really in love with her. But there was a lot of things that both me and Tama had some issues with in this story. First thing is Q came on very very strong. Yeah, it might just be like a cultural thing right because maybe we might just be used to different things and maybe you know maybe in south korea when they feel like they love somebody strongly it's like grab her ass up and get her right now but it really did feel like like tamer said that he was i felt like he came on way too strong he really did want her to just like uproot her life and like kind of south korea with me and i saw this girl is in her last year of college and she didn't yeah. want to uproot her life and just move to a whole new country so i understood her point of view 100 percent. okay um the only thing you know at my big old age now you know he he kept telling her because she was like i don't want you to take care of me I don't feel like you should take care of me, and I was like, my you better let that man take care of you." I did not like that. I did not like that part. This, this, this. Oh, I got it. No, no, no. You don't got it. The mom say he got it. Like I ain't like that part. Like oh no, but I don't I feel to like that I don't. That, I actually, would prefer if you do. Right, and I just feel like that plays into that role of, you know, that stereotype of black Black women, you know, black women, we don't need nobody, I can do everything on my own. I need somebody. Listen, if I know the things that now that I knew when I was that age, let me tell you something, motherfucker walk up to me and be like, you ain't gotta worry about nothing, I'm gonna take care of you, I love you, blah, 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 after we done spent some time together, guess what? Everybody, bye, I see y'all later. I love y'all <laughs> I now, okay, but I understood in you know like in another perspective, I totally understood where Maya was coming from because again, that's uprooting her life you you want her to come to South Korea to be with you, she don't have nobody over there but you, she don't speak the language, she don't know, know nobody, so yeah, that is a scary <laughs> feeling, and I ain't trying to, you know, that that's, that's a lot, you know, and I didn't appreciate her motherfucking uncle saying, well, she needs to leave. Who are you, sir? Who are you? You're just a fucking uncle, you know, and the other perspective of this book I didn't like is the way Maya's mother was written. Now, listen, I understand that we as Black people, we have our ways, okay? But let me tell you something about Black people. Black people aren't... Like, the way Maya's mother was written inside of this book, I didn't feel. I felt like she was definitely written as the bad guy. And, you know, like, she don't like this man because he's Korean. That's just, in my opinion, that's she wants to raise... Black grandbabies. She wants black grandbabies. And then there was one point in the book where Maya's, you know, where she says to Maya that, you know, you never brought a black man home. And I was just like, what is this? What is this? What is this? And, you know, again, we as black people, we have our ways about us. But let me tell you something what black people ain't doing when you bring somebody home. And even if that person is of a different race. Black people, your parents ain't pulling you nowhere to the side and telling you what that white boy doing in my house, what that Asian boy doing in my house, what that Latino boy, what, you know.
1: You know, why that.
0: no do that? So, you know. Yeah. I've never experienced that in my family or anything. They're going to crack some jokes on you, like. They're going to be like, oh, well, you like that Korean boy. I, I, but I feel like black people. they're like more accepting. Accepting people ever. ever. Okay. Yeah. I feel like they're more accepting. So the way... I did not like how she wrote um, Maya's mom from jump. Honestly, from the beginning of this book, I had issues with certain things that the author wrote because one, uh, Q, on their first date, he didn't even know Maya like that. He grabs her hair. (laughs) hair. like He touches her hair. And I'm like, you don't even know her like that. And then, Maya says, oh my God, my curls, I like them at any time. But in when it's too humid, I hate it. I got it from my mom. She's black. Oh, just surprising that she hates her curls and she just happens to get it from her mom. You know, her mom is the black mom and she hates her hair. I did not like that. I had a problem with that. I called you on. I was like, whoa, what is going on here? What type of book this is? I didn't like that. I didn't like that because it, it's it already starts negative by you saying, Oh, I love my curls, but in the humidity this is what happens, and I hate that oh, I got my I got that hair, that side from my mom, because my mom is black and my dad is Dominican, so you're you're putting that negative stereotype on your mother already <laughs> and the thing is, because you're biracial because at the end of the day, she's a black biracial woman, right? Because she has a black mother and she has a Dominican father yes, okay. and we're not going to get into the whole afro latino thing right now yeah. okay because she did say inside of the book that she's af because she says she's black and she kept saying um she says i'm afro afro latina which is fine i understand but why but why put that connotation on your mother why not put it on both your parents because you are of mixed race that curly yeah she put that negative part that, that she don't like My mom is black. Why not put that on both your parents, okay? Yeah, I didn't like that. And I I can't speak on the Afro-Latina experience because I'm not an Afro-Latina, okay? So I can't speak on that experience. But, you know, as a reader, you know, it just felt like it was a negative connotation put on a black woman for her daughter having that kind of hair. And I was just like, no. I agree with Tama 100%, like, no, why is this here, you know? Yeah, I and like I really that. hated this whole colorblind thing that uh, QC <laughs> had, and you know, he was like, well, I really didn't know, I just thought she was a black woman. And listen, just, it, we, we you know, I, 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 I understand the thing of just love who you love and it doesn't matter but listen there is too much shit going on okay for these things to keep showing up you know what I'm saying um for me color blindness is <sighs> not a thing because when I'm looking at you I see a black woman when you looking at me you see a black woman when I'm looking at a white woman I see a white woman when I'm looking at you know like I stay far away from people who say shit. yeah <laughs> I, stay then, far, I stay far away from people who say I don't see color I don't I, feel with that. And, and listen, it, it could mm-hmm. have been just an innocent thing that he said because he says in a book you know nobody He he says it in the way of nobody really sees color in Korea. In Korea, everybody's Korean. And, and okay. i I never lived in Korea. I don't have that experience. So I can't speak on that. I don't know what that is. I can speak on that. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I'm originally from the Bahamas, and it's different in America how when you, even when you fill out applications, you have the African American, Asian American, and all that stuff. In the Bahamas, it's just bohemians. We don't have African behemians, Asian behemians, Everyone is just bohemian. So I think I understand him from that perspective. Mm-hmm. But when he said the part, when he gave me the I don't see color vibes, I'm like living in South in South Korea, you don't see color, you a goddamn lie. I did not like that. I was like, what? No. no. I mean, maybe for him, you know, I don't, you know, I don't know. I, I try to not speak on those kind of things because again, I, I'm not a, I'm not a South Korean person. I never lived in that country, so I don't know, you know. I don't know. So you know, it's just I don't get that. And I get that, and I guess I'm basing, and you're right, you're right. I, I guess I'm basing it off of what I've heard and what I've seen Right, and I experienced that saying, first time. So honestly, I can't say so. You're right. You're right about it. Right. But, you know, also for me to agree with you to an extent, you know, as a black person in, the, in America, I, I dislike this whole idea that everybody always seems that, uh, you know, racism or anti-blackness only happens inside of the United States. That's not a true statement, (laughs) okay? And as much as other people come from other countries and try to make it seem so, we've seen things, you know, if you read, read, you know, you read things, you know, we know that racism and anti-Blackness is just not contained to the states. So let's stop making that a thing, you know what I mean? Experiences may be different, of course, to each and every... you know, individual, but racism and anti-blackness just is, is just not contained to this country. Okay. Let's stop let's, let's yeah. stop making that a thing because it's it's not a thing. There's racism and, and anti-blackness everywhere. Yeah, and we experience that in person, this I don't care where the hell they were born, raised, there is that thing. Okay. So especially once white people start coming over and, and making themselves a thing, then it's really out of fucking tr- control. But okay, let's let's continue. Yeah, and we and we did experience some of that anti-blackness in this book when um Q invited Amaya to visit yeah. him, and one of his bandmates was very very rude towards her, and mm-hmm. yeah, racist. He was very racist. Very, he her. was very racist. He was he very racist. He was saying... her asking her if her father is in her life and I would have yeah right so this thing of him saying that in Korea people are just Korean but when you bring your black girlfriend to South Korea and she experiences anti-blackness in South Korea that statement that you said is null and void because Sir, wash ben. no, wash your hands, wash your face. Like, listen, your girlfriend is experiencing, and she's not only experiencing from experiencing it from your fans, she's experiencing it from one of your bandmates. And, 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 and that was crazy to me. And I and I didn't like how it was kind of like smooth over. Like we had this whole big issue with her mother, you know, causing an issue between her and Q. But the way that she was treated in South Korea and the way uh, you know, the band, the issues with the bandmate that came up, I kind of felt like that was kind of like, you know, smoothed over, like it was a thing and we ain't hear it no more. But we got all this shit about her mother. And yeah. I that. see that's what I'm saying. She focused way too much on her mom having an issue. Made her mom this bad person about having this issue with her being with a Korean. And he had all this big bad attitude with her mom. So he is, but yet, yeah, you, you did not keep that same energy with your bandmate. We did not get any, any information on the anti blackness and the racism that she experienced with his bandmate. It wasn't addressed. No, it wasn't. He had mad energy with the mama. Mad and, and my energy. My talking cousins. to his uncles. Uncle. Yeah, talking to the uncles. I love her. I want her to come with me. But you was way child to the bullshit with your bondmate. We didn't get that information. That wasn't addressed. No, and him, it and like him he was and stepped him. under the rug and he was like, oh, I told you, I will protect you from it. Protect her from wh- what? You, you can't you move to South Korea where all this shit happening and you ain't doing nothing about it with your bondmate and everything. But you don't understand how her mom feel with her leaving the country at 22 and going to live someplace where she already knows. She was probably going to face a lot of anti-blackness. Right. Like and then also with you being in a popular boy band or or a K-pop group, that your fans are gonna come at her all stupid, and you and you're and and you have a problem with her mother feeling a type of way. Her mother was on those boards where they were calling her a nigger. And calling her a black bitch and things of that nature. So how do you how do you expect her mother to just be okay with her daughter going somewhere where she's dealing with that? Bad enough, she got to deal with it in her own country. You want her to be in this country alone, by herself, dealing with that? And you can't protect her from everything. Well, you're going to be around her 24 to fuck the hours a day? You gonna- yeah. And I think that's why we needed Maya's perspective. Because... Maya came off as very insensitive. It, it, it made it seem like Maya just upped and chose her family over their relationship, their love. But I feel like if we had perspective, we right. were, her point of view, we would have seen it differently because we only got his point of view telling us how he was in love and then we got the negative view of his mom. You know that we got the anti-blackness from his bandmate, but it was quick We didn't get much of that. It was so quick. It was not addressed. We did not have a chance to even unpack it or for him to even talk about it or, I mean, for him to even address his bondmate. It was like it was swept under the rug. So right now, Maya and her mom are the villains in this story because we did not get the point of view from Maya. And if we had gotten Maya's point of view, we would have known that Maya was apprehensive of moving to a country where, you know, she was uprooting herself. She was almost finished with school. This was something she already experiences related racism from the fans. I'm the i the bond mate. Like it's I gotta be living this shit. Nah, man. I man. And, I, and, I, and I, that is a lot to take in. That is a lot to deal with. And I fully supported her idea of not rushing into that. And I understood his his idea of loving her so much that he just wanted to be with her. But yeah. I, really, I, I I feel like in this story, he didn't take her feelings into consideration. It was just like, I want to be with you. You need to understand that I need to be with you. And that, you know, and, and that's that on that. And I was just like, wow, you know. So, I mean, as a whole, I really, I, I like the idea of the story. Again, I love just like him, like telling the story of this love you know, this love that he had and he kind of like lost it. He realized that, oh shit, I fucked up and I lost it. I'm wondering if I ever going to get her back because that's the story that we're getting for Q. Um, But yeah, there was, there was, there was just some, yeah, there were some things in inside of this book. I was just like, yeah, no, I'm not feeling this. (laughs) I I was side eyeing the author, like, girl, what you doing? Yeah. Why you play so much? (laughs) Like what you doing? What, 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 Why are you what are, you, so much? What are you, um, what, what you doing, girl? But as a whole, I like the story. I definitely would would give it three stars. I mean, yeah. it's an enjoyable story. I just feel like, you know, there are some things inside of the pages that, you know, as a reader, I think people just are not going to correlate with. Um, But as a whole, it's a good story. I think it's an interesting story. You know, again, this is another story. There's nothing wrong, wrong with the writing. I think the writing flow smoothly. Yeah. It was just some things on page that was just like, oh, okay, maybe the not. The ending, the ending left much to be desired. I mean. Yeah, because when we get to that ending, you know, it's not like, you know, we're like four years later, you know, because he's telling this story at 34, you know? And I'm just like, I mean, there's a happily ever after for this book. But Is yeah, it though? Is that, it though? Well, you know, uh, you know, from a reader, you know, from my perspective, you know, it reads as a happily. Listen, it reads as a happily ever after, and that's all I got to say on that. <laughs> that's it. But you know, it's I mean, like first time reading this, Arthur. Um, I think her writing is good. I think the story itself is good, you know, just you know, the whole K pop theme and you know the 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 interracial romance and all that other stuff. But it was just some things on page that, you know, that were, you know, a little less to be desired, you know. Yeah. I I you're right. I mean, the story itself, I, I gave it a three. Yeah. Because the ending and it just it would have been so much better for me if it was told from both of their point of views. Yeah. Because right I, now I, I can understand how right we're only seeing Q and where we my, Maya and her mama ain't looking too good right now. Ain't looking too good right now. Two black people ain't looking too good right now. <laughs> Everybody else looking good and I'm sitting there like what's going on here? It just Maybe it's just me. You know what? It ain't me. They ain't looking too good right now. Like it's just not. You know. So I get a different point of view, so I could know what's going on in Maya's head. So Maya could tell us what's going. You know, right. Have that little conversation and be like, "Hey, what's going on?" But right. so when you got the see being this calm person, oh, you know, all supportive, and then the mama just not supportive just just mean and hateful yeah you, understand? And, you know and it's like there was one point in the book where the, uh, the uncle was like she what did he say about her he's overprotective and judgmental or so something. Overbearing, and i was Over- like what it's like yo you're speaking on somebody's wife sir like shut up but yeah i yeah For the most part, I liked it, but yeah, I agree with Tama 100%. It was just some things on page that, that leaves, that left a lot to be desired, a whole lot to be desired. So yeah, but for the most part, interesting story. When you have these stories and and racial tension and racism is involved, it's, I, I would like both point of views. Yeah, you understand what I'm saying? Because it would have been good to have gotten Maya's point of view on uh the anti-blackness that she faced while she was in you know South Korea, like her feelings and how she felt about that whole situation, you know, especially the shit that was coming from his bandmate, you know. So, and even though we were getting like throughout the story, we were getting some of her point of view, but remember again, this story is mainly being told by Q. Q. So we're getting it from his what point Q of view. Thinking. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So good story. I I'm not mad at it. Just some things on page that were kind of just like, you know, you know, they had me like my my that had my uh my right eye twitching but yeah had my antennas up I was like wait a second (laughs) (laughs) I just feel like you know if we're gonna go inside these stories especially the interracial stories we just need to be very I don't know from a reader's perspective I'm not telling anybody how to write your book you know you wrote what you wrote that's your shit you know whatever you know but also now that book is in people's hands and I just feel like you know you know, I I I don't know. I don't know how. I don't. I you know what? I don't fucking know. I'm just gonna leave it alone. I don't yeah. Because I don't fucking know. Three before. stars, and that's it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that is it for us here at uh, Brazen Bay Reviews, the podcast. This is our first set of books for this month. Um, I know we had fun. I, I mean, fun, I y'all. Yeah, I listen, this was a fun episode. Um, I enjoyed the books for, for what they were, and that's pretty much it. And yeah. <laughs> that's all I got, honey. Same. 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 Alright, so that is it for us uh, here at the podcast. Um, we will catch y'all in another couple of weeks. Um, And bye, y'all. Bye, y'all. Y'all have a... a Y'all be good and stay out of trouble. Happy Father's Day and yeah. <laughs> happy Father's Day to all the fathers that listening. Yeah, happy Daddy's Day. Bye. <laughs> hey, if you're at the end of this episode, we appreciate it so very much. Please be sure to follow us on Instagram at Brazen Bay Reviews Podcast. We're also on Twitter at Brazenly Shady. Check out the books we read during this episode. All the details are in the show notes. Well, until the next one, babes. Later days. Bye.